welcome back to Amateur Popcast. I'm your host Atia and with me here is Nico. I'm Nico. Today something has been on my mind. I've been on, you know, Instagram and TikTok and have you seen all these new uh, face filters? The one especially on TikTok. They're so good at morphing your face that it doesn't look like a filter. It just looks like you're, you're glammed up. Yeah, remember you were over not too long ago and I wouldn't give you your phone back because I was obsessed with how I looked <laughs> with the filter. Oh, yeah. Didn't you say like you want to show it to your doctor for a mommy makeover? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was actually wild because I remember looking. And um, when at- you touch it, like it doesn't it doesn't waver, right? Yeah, yeah. It but stays I- intact and it looks like your face. So if you... If you download it, it doesn't it doesn't say that's a f- face filter, so it could look like people could genuinely think that's you. That's how you look like if they don't know you. Yeah, I mean, and I remember when I was playing with it, like I had it on your phone, and just for comparison, I pulled up like my iPhone camera and did the selfie. <laughs> <laughs> and oh uh, my god, real life is so disappointing. <laughs> is it not? <laughs> how did that feel? Uh, not great <laughs> i was yeah. like i could be beautiful and i'm not <laughs> <laughs> i think you're beautiful regardless. thank you, you i appreciate it you don't it. really need those filters i think those filters are creepy honestly it, it makes you poreless and i it just when i put it on myself people were like oh my god you look so good and to me i just looked a so old because there's so much makeup and then mm-hmm. b it was just like porcelain there's yeah. no it just removes your smudges and your pores and there's this new filter that i saw recently and it removes any smudge on your face so it's very it's even more accurate than the bold glamour the one that i showed you it's there's no makeup but it just makes your skin even and it really it even removed my moles oh my god and it removes like acne and everything so if you have that one on it's your face but it's like smooth and like concise bottom yes so you you wouldn't even know somebody's wearing that. It's yeah. What was crazy about the the bold glam one was comparing that image to the one on my phone. Like it made my eyes bigger. It made my nose smaller. It it changed the structure of my face, and I thought that was crazy. My it lips made were you, bigger. It made you into a Kardashian. I mean, yeah, essentially, <laughs> yeah. It was Nico Kardashian. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just like you know. I wonder, I mean, it doesn't really bother me because I'm older now, but I wonder if that kind of filter existed when I was 13 or 14, mm. what that would have done to my self-esteem or, and I, I yeah. think I see that a lot in, on social media where younger kids are really, you know, they think that, oh my God, I wish I looked like this. Oh my God. I'm like, to me, that looks so fake, but to them, because they're so young, it has a lot of impression on them. I remember being a teenager and like also just like in middle school and even like parts of childhood um, Mm -hmm. thinking that and that was just from magazine covers and like movie stars. And And that's not even your face being amplified into this perfect version of you. Yeah. And then I still had those insecurities. And then um, I remember there was this video. It's really old, but it was one of like probably one of the first YouTube videos that went viral. But it was a, a Dove campaign where they take a picture of a woman, she's, you know, like, plain looking. She had no makeup on, right? And it's this video has been spoofed so many times. But basically, like, she, like, nods to the camera. They turn on the lights, take her pictures. And then you see the Photoshop process. And then at the end, that image is superimposed onto a billboard. And so it was about... And I, I remember feeling floored mm. that, like, I was like, what? The images on the magazines? 
are fake they've been photoshopped it's like of course they have but you just didn't know but i feel bad for kids today but it's not even models anymore it's just yeah. regular people exactly, exactly. on the internet mm-hmm. that you believe that you relate to because honestly they are regular people but you just don't know they have face filter on and you're like oh they have similar life like me and mm-hmm. they have a similar education maybe even a similar job and age mm-hmm. and they look so much better than i do and they yeah. look so beautiful but you don't even know it's a face filter. And I, I will say when you're a kid, especially teenagers, you know, this is like more of like a clinical thing. But, you know, kids have a hard time between distinguishing fantasy and reality. And yeah. I can't imagine having this physical reminder all the time on your phone about what you could look like, but you don't look like. And yeah. then you, I mean, I, I just, I feel I mean, really I had, when I was younger, teens. I had, I was very, because I was like bullied for my nose. Which is so funny to you me because I your know nose. it's my. I was too. And my nose is so normal looking. What did they call you? They just told my, me my nose was fat. Like, oh, that's it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What was yours? I got called toucan. What's that? An ostrich. <laughs> do you know what a toucan is? No, I do not. It's this, oh, the beak thing. The, the rainbow, <gasps> beautiful rainbow beak of this of this <laughs> tropical bird. In South America. No, I don't think it's South America. I don't know where the toucans are from. But that's what I was called. Oh, I'm so sorry. By my own friends behind my back. Yeah. Oh, behind your back? Middle school was brutal. Whoa. I'm sorry. It's okay. This episode, we're going to, I'm going to give a little bit of a trigger warning. We're going to talk about body images, plastic surgeries, and um, our favorite family. <laughs> the Kardashians. We need, we need a trigger warning for the Kardashians. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you did it before the episode, like me. <laughs> yeah, this one time I edited this out, but Nico started talking about something really dark, and she gave a trigger warning after she was done talking about it, <laughs> which made no sense. She's like, oh, by the way, guys, trigger warning. It doesn't work that way. Sorry. It's more comfortable talking about anyway, dark so things. What has been on the headlines lately is that the Kardashian effect is declining and the kardashians are becoming irrelevant and i have several theories and it's not confirmed obviously it's just a lot of people talking about it and then um the there's there's rumors that they're not invited to the med gala Mm -hmm. because anna winter decided to make the med gala even more exclusive and they didn't get an invite which makes no sense to me because honestly Say what you want, but the most iconic looks usually comes from Kim Kardashian at the Met Gala. I I think they're invited only because Kendall mm-hmm. was recently included in uh, the Vogue yeah. um, cover where they were honoring Karl Lagerfeld. And that is well, who the Met Gala is honoring this year. Mm-hmm. And so well, I'm sure I, she's getting what invited. What I heard is Kendall is invited because she's a model. And the others are not. But to me, personally, to me, one of the best looks of the Met Gala have been given by Kim Kardashian. Yeah. And even the one the one time when Kim and Kanye wore the whole Balenciaga thing. Yeah. That was pretty cool. When she was into, uh, she was morphed into like a wet figurine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the controversial Marilyn Monroe. Um, so it's, it's interesting to think that people think that they're not invited I wonder how that plays out. But the other thing that you were talking about was the lack of interest in the new TV show, The Kardashians. Mm-hmm. So I was, I've been thinking, well, let me start off. Mm-hmm. You're going to hate me for this, <laughs> but I'm a Kravis fan. First, no, explain what Kravis is. I am when about you, to. When you first said Kravis to me, I was like, who's that? Oh my God. <laughs> 
I have been okay. a massive Blink-182 fan. Which is fair, yeah. Since, like, I don't know, since they came out, right? Mm-hmm. Since, like, the late 90s. Um, so I love Blink-182. I love Travis Barker. I want nothing but the best for him. And I he's think a pretty he, cool dude. I like he's him. really nice. He's been through so much. I'm going to sound like such a crazy fan person, but like he's honestly been through a lot. Yeah. Um, and he's the one of the best drummers ever. So um, I actually really like him and Courtney and that's who Kravis is. Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. So they released um, kind of like a wedding special, but it's like not like official footage i read reviews and it's like really behind the scenes like iphone footage it's not polished it's not glossy right Mm -hmm. um and it's called till death do us part and i wanted to watch it but i was trying to get numbers to see like figures like how many people stream this how many people watch this and i couldn't find it and i don't know if this is chris jenner working really 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 hard (laughs) to hide if like anyone had any interest in it you know yeah um, but I know when their season three trailer dropped, people were like not excited about it. Because there was nothing in it. I think, honestly, here's the thing. There's my theory. The reason the the favor the favoritism of Kardashians have fallen, they've always had these problems. People are saying, oh, it's because um, they promote uh, body dysmorphia and bad body images and, you know, like their beauty centers are impossible to read. This has always been the Kardashian. The Kardashians have always been this. And they've always been like, you know, in the in relevant pop culture. I think what happened is keeping up with the Kardashian the show before not the hulu one on e E, that one actually humanized them and that one actually was like they showed um them just fighting with each other or having really dumb arguments like like siblings do and yeah you know then even the courtney and scott thing that was i feel terrible for her but you know it was it was a classic story of you know a woman and and somebody who she loved that was an alcoholic Mm -hmm. or I think there was just more substance to it. With this one, they have decided, the Kardashians, that they're not going to do anything that is controversial or uh, can be labeled as drama. So it's basically almost like an ad for their lifestyle. Yeah. And it's very boring, shallow, and... It pushes uh, their narrative. Yeah, it pushes their narrative. It doesn't really humanize it. It makes them look like snobs and rich and boring. Which people don't care about. Especially, I think, also the pandemic has to do with it a little bit. That's my theory. So let me launch into my theory. Because I alluded to it earlier um, Mm -hmm. when we were talking outside of this. But my theory is that actually the pandemic Mm -hmm. really, um, one, turned the public off to, like, influencers. And the Kardashians are the original Instagram influencers. I think they were one of the first people to really grow a following on social media every other celebrity is just repeating the formula that the kardashians have perfected right Mm -hmm. so what happened was um in the pandemic especially early i don't know if you felt this way but i felt this big like camaraderie with the world like we were all Mm kind of united we're all laughing at the same memes It, it all sucks you know we're all suffering. We're all having a really hard time. Some of us had it better than others. You know, for me, I was fully employed throughout the pandemic. I was able to work from home, right? And all of that. Um, and then I think celebrities wanted to get in on this camaraderie. And, and then the Gal Gadot decided to make that. that. 
The like ima- that little video. <laughs> the Imagine video, I think, is the butterfly effect that oh is triggering. Oh, my God. That made me so angry. Yes. And I think it's so crazy because usually pop culture things don't make me angry because I don't care enough. But I think it's because, again, at that point, I was in college and I had to basically, I dropped out of school for a little bit because of yeah. the pandemic. And if anyone who's listening didn't know this but i was just so annoyed and angry that i have to move back home and be miserable and these people are like singing to me and i'm like you're not in the same boat as from me. their mansion <laughs> from their mansion and so like for example the other thing too is um you know she was inspired because she saw this video of you know someone in italy going mm-hmm. out to their balcony and playing a musical instrument and then everyone in the neighborhood is out on their balcony opening their windows and they're all singing along and it was a really powerful moment mm-hmm. and she thought oh we, we can, can recreate yeah we can recreate we're this. the most relevant people on this earth Ugh. everybody looks up to us we're role models i hate to say this but this was pedro pascal's one mistake he was in that video <laughs> hey we all have a miss i know <laughs> i'm convinced that she like bullied him into it because they were co-stars so, but okay whatever makes you feel better that's what i'm telling myself <laughs> he probably was like that is a beautiful idea <laughs> shut up anyways so so i think one people were furious mm-hmm. right and then you know we're all isolating at home some of us are in you know some people are in like really dangerous situations because of the pandemic yeah. right other people are like having even to be if at you home in, i mean you were still miserable you were still yeah the world was not the same you, there was at, at the very least, there is an inconvenience in life, a looming inconvenience for everybody except the people that were celebrities that get things handed to them. Yeah, so, the ultra wealthy. Yeah. And, you know, people were trying, and I'm not saying they didn't have any mm-hmm. right to feel despair. I'm sure that they did. Mm-hmm. But, like, come on, Sam Smith posting photos of himself sobbing. Yeah. In front of his, like... Was that Sam Smith? That was Sam Smith. Okay. I saw multiple celebrities sobbing on the internet. And <laughs> ridiculous. And I think collectively as a public, we were like, just shut the hell up. Yeah. Like, shut the hell up. You cannot relate to us. You will never relate to us. And I think that soured, um, you know, celebrity influence and culture for a lot, a lot of people, especially when you have people like Kim Kardashian, who mm-hmm. is like, oh, I wanted to spend like my birthday and we did it safely on a private island. Like no one was wearing masks, like celebrities were still partying, yeah. you know, and people were just furious at the disparity, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you had, um, I think that was the start. And then one last theory I'll tack on to this one is we saw that um, Ozempic. You know that injection? Oh my, yes, the Mindy Kaling. Yeah, so uh, my mom... Okay, for those people that don't know, so Ozempic is a diabetes medication that celebrities, influencers, and other celebrities have been allegedly taking, but most likely taking, for weight loss in especially Rapid in Cali- weight loss. Yeah, in Hollywood, California. There's talks about people having um, Ozempic parties where they're shooting Ozempic for weight loss and some celebrities have lost a lot of weight and now there's a shortage of this medicine yes. for people that have diabetes. Yes, and so that that's another thing. Mm-hmm. So you have like, again, this disparity of like there's a shortage of medication that people with diabetes... It's like the Hunger Games. Yeah, really need. And then celebrities have it, are somehow getting it, the shortage doesn't affect them mm-hmm. and, you know... Not saying they, I don't know their health stuff, right? But I'm willing to bet 
my paycheck. <laughs> but most of them probably don't have diabetes and don't need to take yeah. those injections. So I think, again, we were, it's just like the pandemic was like this domino effect. And then everything else just like all came out. And people, I think, just got sick of influencer culture. Like they had enough. So that's what I think really contributed to the Kardashian downfall because they haven't really changed anything. Mm -hmm. I think the world changed, the public changed, our values shifted, and Mm -hmm. they're like, this is fake. You guys are fake. And we are actually disgusted by your antics. Yeah, I also think, um, I think for, especially with Kim Kardashian, I think for a while, and I still feel that about her, that she has been able to maneuver from that hate in a lot of senses because a she has been one of the sisters that has always been like yeah i'm materialistic and i'm i I love being famous and i love the attention so she's kind of honest about it compared to people like kendall jenner or kourtney kardashian i'm sorry to tell you Mm. that are hypocritical in a sense that they're like we don't want to be famous we don't want to we want to do things for the betterment of society but their actions and what they sell is in opposition to that right Mm-hmm. basically kim is like gwyneth who's like i can't pretend to be someone who makes 25k a year kim's yeah basically like, Me neither. kim kardashian has been very bold about it that she likes her fame and she likes her money and i think a lot of the time even when people are like okay we don't we don't like what you're selling whatever there's still an appreciation of yeah. the candor of that person i appreciate that about her that she's like okay yeah i'm i'm famous and i love it and instead of being i hate it's so hard to be rich and famous and i can't like kylie she's like oh my god if i just don't think i'm made for fame and i don't want to be famous and i just want to be the girl next door and then she sells everybody lip kits like girl no you want to be famous <laughs> please stop <laughs> i i do think for kendall and kylie it's mm-hmm. a little bit different because they've been on They've been famous since they were children. Yeah. Like, I mean, I remember when um, she first got lip fillers and people were doing something called the Kylie Jenner challenge where they were like, oh, yeah, sucking. I remember that. That was, yeah. She said she got, she was, how old was she? Like 16 years old. Yeah, and 15, she had 16. Panic attacks over it. So I, I actually feel a little bit more sorry for the younger ones mm-hmm. because, in a weird way, like they couldn't experience like normal teenage insecurities and like, well, normal ways of fixing and i'm using air quotes because when i was self-conscious about my face you i just didn't have to figure it out i just <laughs> i just, I just suck, it up. suck it up you can't be like mommy can i get facelift and lip fillers because my friends are bullying me just have to deal with being the freaking and I'm not, saying there's anything, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those things you can get those especially if you're an adult that's fine for your own enhancement or if you enjoy them it's just the fact what obsessed me that now people feel pressured mm-hmm. because to meet the beauty standards today you need to have some sort of beauty enhancement if it's not surgery some sort of fillers or even teeth whitening anything right and i personally i like i feel pressure to do that or botox or I'm not gonna lie i'm probably gonna get botox at some I'm point i'm probably I already gonna do friends. it too i'm not friends. saying i'm not gonna do it yeah i have friends who've done it already <laughs> i'm probably gonna do it too i'm just saying it makes me upset that i feel yeah. the need or the feel the pressure that i have to keep up with this literally keeping up with the Kardashians. i i think that pressure 
always existed but like i said i think it's just more present because but now it's from everybody it's everybody yes it's every it's almost as if you don't do it then you look like the odd one out honestly yeah not to harp on the kardashians honestly because a lot of my body image issues or whatever does not just i mean i don't think that kardashians personally ever affected me it was more models than kardashians mm-hmm. people that look like kendall mm-hmm. so maybe that's why i'm a little hard on her you, you sound like you're being uh i hate to use this word but uh triggered yes <laughs> are you using your therapy tactics with me this is not my therapy voice i'm, I'm very blunt <laughs> as a therapist i mean i grew up watching america's next top model religiously yeah, same and just what went if you watch the show you know what went on there it's it's very blunt uh, that oh like if you gain any weight or if you look a certain way you have to change yourself or whatever it's very toxic and a lot of people still believe that and mm-hmm. they believe that oh if you if you're a grown woman you should be um like you should look like a little child and that's just that's just stupid mm-hmm. and I, what makes me upset is the kardashians um, now that they've taken out their BBLs, mm-hmm. are feeding into the narrative with with Kim Kardashian, Chloe, and um, what's the other one's name? Courtney. Sorry, <laughs> they've all taken out their you know fillers and BBLs or whatever, and they're going more towards back to the Y two K heroin chic look, mm-hmm. and it's just really upsetting me personally, and I'm really angry about it because that to me is just like why are we bringing this back? So I will, I'm going to step in mm-hmm. and defend one of the Kardashians. Oh my God. Courtney. Ugh, okay, sure. Okay. I'm just going to say it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely. Earlier seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. All of the seasons. All, all of the seasons, right? Mm-hmm. They, uh, she was very thin. She, um, you know. And there's nothing wrong with being thin. No, no, that's no, not yeah. what I'm saying. No, that, but she, you know, bullied, like. The whole family bullied poor Chloe, mm-hmm. right? Because she uh, was, air quote, the fat sister, but she wasn't. She was a size eight at her most. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to just let that go right, right now. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was then. Okay. Yeah. And what when I um, I uh, binge watch, um, I think season one and season two of the Hulu one, the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. This was a while ago, like last year. And, um, and they're... There was uh, this episode where Courtney talks about like going under IVF and like how it's changed her body and how she was really stressed about it at first. But then Travis, again, this is why I love Travis Barker, like (laughs) kept telling her that she was beautiful, that she's perfect, that she looks great. And then she really was able to embrace the changes in her body. Um, And so she in her Instagram photos and in interviews and in comments that she's given like on Instagram when people are like, are you pregnant? You've gained weight. She's like, yeah, this is what a a real woman's body looks like, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, with curves and with a little bit of weight and all this other stuff. And so I really appreciate that. And I think she is shifting away from the typical Kardashian narrative. And that was in such a stark juxtaposition to like, the other sisters where you have Kim doing quite frankly really dangerous things to lose weight to fit into Marilyn Monroe's dress Mm -hmm. and then you have Chloe who like honestly looks really thin and like likes it when people even sound concerned Mm -hmm. about her thinness and so I think I mean that's a part of when you're when you have body dysmorphia or when you've been fat shamed for so long Mm -hmm. that even being shamed for being skinny is a compliment because 
you were as a society shamed for looking like a normal person basically yeah because your sisters looked like celebrities so and and courtney even said like at mm-hmm. my thinnest mm-hmm. i was so unhappy and she's like and right now i feel very very happy so i for me she's endeared herself to me more just because of that um and i I think travis influence has helped a lot because you know he's punk like we (laughs) punk people we don't care about these things right i mean I'm happy for her that she feels that way, but I, for me, it doesn't take away for the years of damage that for sure. she had a part in. And to me, this is also a little bit self-serving because now mm-hmm. it affects her now because you know she's doing IVF and she is not able to maintain the way that she had beforehand and mm-hmm. now suddenly she's oh i'm body positive whatever but whenever she had all those resources and she could promote um whatever is laxative teas or the the pseudoscience diets or yeah. the you know her push stuff or yeah. her lifestyle stuff she pushed it on people and she still you know she's i think um overtly uh pushes like clean food narratives that are not even true mm-hmm. like if you I think she's, to me, one of the most obnoxious ones about about food in general. Yeah. And to, to the fact where she's like bragging about how um her her one of her kids saw another kid at school eat a Cheeto and he was like that's disgusting and she was yeah. like I was so proud of him because we don't eat that junk blah, blah blah. To me, she's still toxic and she's only saying that whole to me personally. I'm not saying that's her narrative. I'm saying what it comes off to me is that that she's now this new narrative I accept myself is self-serving because it affects her. Before, when it didn't affect her, she didn't care. Yeah. And I I do wonder, too, if this is like... So recently she turned 44, Mm -hmm. and I saw on her Instagram... There was this uh, mariachi band that like surprised her at her home, or was that Travis? So I don't know whose home it was. It was a home. Mm -hmm. And she walked out. She had no makeup on, Mm -hmm. no filter. You could see her eye wrinkle. Yeah. Right. You could see her natural face. If she had makeup, it was very, very, very mil- uh, minimal. Which is interesting because just almost when she got engaged a year ago, she made everybody take down those photos of her, of her engagement that her uh, stepchildren posted because it showed like a little bit of her real figure. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's progress for her. Yeah. Happy for her. Yeah. But I, to me, that doesn't take away the things no, she has done. No, for sure. But people perceive it as refreshing. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe she's... Because she's a Kardashian. Yeah. And I, I think, I, you know, I hope it's genuine. If it is, good for her. I'm happy that she's embracing, you know, what I call like a more nuanced kind of approach to living and aging mm-hmm. and whatever. But um, I wonder if she's just gotten smarter and is like the Kardashian formula is not it right now. We need to I pivot. I think she's, uh, maybe, I think she's also not really in the Kardashian scene for se because she has um, distanced herself from all of her sisters and their brand in a sense. Yeah. Even if you watch the Kardashian, which I don't watch the Kardashians. I, I, I used to watch the Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but I'm not a Kardashian, the Kardashians, the, the Hulu, Hulu show fan. Yeah. So I don't really watch it. So I can't really say from what I've seen a little bit, she's not ever interacting with the sisters if she doesn't absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. And she's not really, I think her and Kim definitely had a huge falling out. And it's almost like, being on the show is more of a business deal than anything warm or like sisterly about it when i watched it Mm -hmm. i mean basically it was mostly about her and travis yeah that was it and you know what was ridiculous sorry this is like a tangent because i'm just like oh i'm so annoyed by it 
But at her engagement party, her sisters even brought up, what about Scott? What about Scott? I'm so sorry. <laughs> that man... I, I you he, mean Lord Disick? Look, he had great moments and he was definitely the funniest. Like, one of the funniest, but I'll never forget he was dick. how he made her cry. He was awful to her. He cheated on her multiple times and he it's I'm not, not even taking that. away from all the things he's done. He's no, terrible. He, that's yeah. not even what I'm alluding to. It's the fact that he was pressuring her to lose weight three months postpartum. Oh yeah. I forgot about Horrible, that. Horrible. Right? And her what about Scott? I'm sorry, what about Scott? Okay? Like he's yeah. not here. Why would he be here at her engagement to this awesome we're not even get into drama. that whole thing i Anyways, think sorry chris, chris jenner in general is like a sympathizer of people who cheat on people because she said yes. the same thing about like tristan like chloe telling uh, telling chloe to like why why is she so hard on tristan and then she also defended kanye when when kanye was being ballistic on kim basically stalking her and then she's like to kim like maybe he just needs a little bit of love or I'm like, dude, Chris Jenner. I love, I love Chris Jenner. Here's my list of the Kardashians. So, okay, top of the list is Chris Jenner. <laughs> Second is uh, Kim Kardashian. Third is Chloe. Fourth, Kylie. Fifth and sixth, it usually it swaps between Kendall and Courtney. So right now, I think because of the Bad Bunny stuff, Kendall is at the bottom. <laughs> And Courtney is a little bit above her, but depending on what they're doing there. So I love Kris Jenner, but also she is such a sympathizer for people like that that yeah. have treated her daughters badly. And I don't appreciate that I about don't her. I don't get that. But I don't get that. Anywho, the but point is. She also cheated on their dad. So maybe that has to do with guilt or whatever. Freudian projection. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think also speaking of irrelevancy i think kylie was the one kardashian jenner that was supposedly the self-made billionaire she Mm -hmm. was in tune with her audience and she was the one that people thought that was the most relatable and they were buying her product and everything and my theory the reason people think she's irrelevant is because i think what happened is kylie is basically the cusp of millennial and gen z Mm -hmm. and what she did because she was so young when she started her business she catered more towards millennial Mm mm-hmm and like her style is more millennial her makeup is more millennial and now slowly the market is the market for things that she sells is more gen z mm-hmm. and How so because i think I don't millennials are more likely to buy things that are at the moment that are more luxurious like estee lauder or something mm-hmm. like that right because mm-hmm. they're making more money and gen z is buying stuff that she would sell mm-hmm. but her stuff doesn't really appeal to gen z i think like, I, w- I mean, I'm not even Gen Z, Gen Z. I think I'm also in the cusp, but I will still not buy Kylie lip kit. I'm a millennial and I never bought a Kylie lip kit. Never even thought about but it. But I think it was, like you said, that, you know, the whole Kylie lip challenge, that was so many years ago. Mm-hmm. And she was very young. And I think that that was when everybody wanted to try her stuff and everybody wanted to try her products. And I think she's just not relatable anymore. And there was this era of, like, they used to call her King Kylie or whatever, where mm-hmm. she was just, you know, cool and hip. And now, again, she's people think she's um, unrelatable. And she's too rich and she she is um, like, I think Kendall as well, that they're out of touch. As you get wealthier, mm-hmm. you be, it is a natural process that you become more out of touch. Taylor Swift at the Grammys, like when Trevor Noah made a joke about the price of eggs, she was confused because she doesn't know. <laughs> the price of eggs. Have you the- seen that? Dude, have you seen that? Um, 
you know how Ellen used to do what's the well, how much is how much does this cost right yeah. mm-hmm. and she did one with Bill Gates and they were like how much do you think bread costs and he was like I don't know and he said something outlandish and you could see Ellen's face because Ellen didn't know <laughs> how much bread costs do you think <laughs> oh my gosh so yeah things like that (laughs) so i think of course as you become more financially secure there are things that you don't have to worry about and i've noticed that within myself like you know recently i pre-ordered i'm such a nerd legend of zelda tears of the kingdom i'm a nerd (laughs) i love i love playing my video games so i pre-ordered that right Mm -hmm. for some people it's like wow 70 dollars that's like really steep i'm gonna have to save or like cut i was like well, what's 70 dollars bloop and like bought it right yeah because you're older i'm older <laughs> mm-hmm. you know and i'm have double income me and my husband no kids right so i'm like well what's 70 dollars right so certain things it's like yeah whatever you don't stress about it as much anymore um you don't pay attention i'm not like comparing like bread and like mm-hmm. buying the cheaper one and i think that's a natural thing i think what happened <laughs> was one like I said, uh, like the Kardashians try to like make it seem like they're in touch, mm-hmm. that they care about social justice issues, that they understand their fans, and they've proven time and again that they don't. So like Kim's comments, mm-hmm. was it to Variety? She's yeah. She's like, get your ass up and work. No one wants to work these days. What yeah. a slap to the face to mm-hmm. everyone who watched that. Was that was like during the pandemic too, right? That was toward yeah. the end of, and air quote of the pandemic, but still. And pe- she doubled down mm-hmm. on it. She wasn't like, hey, that was an out of touch comment. Like she doubled down on it. Yeah. Completely. Uh, we remember the infamous Pepsi ad. <laughs> the tequila ad the <laughs> kendall jenner has had many ads <laughs> many ad- I, I watched the tequila one and oh it was oh my god it's obnoxious it was bad <laughs> it was i was my jaw dropped oh and my god I'm, I'm not one who is like easily like offended or like gets upset yeah. and my jaw dropped but anywho so i do think that's another thing that like we can kind of all the public can see through it and they're like you don't relate to us you don't understand us and this is fake you're pretending i think with instagram people were still had a little bit distance from their favorite influencer that they could still curate themselves into what they wanted to be but with tiktok Mm -hmm. everyone is making a tiktok and everyone can go viral anyone Mm -hmm. can and you can anyone can come up with the topic that is relevant people will click on it and watch it so i think people are having more access to regular people regular influencers or whatever and more people are promoting just like their natural faces or you know and then the more that happens the more these kind of influencers that are on the top or whatever they look more distant and more irrelevant and more unrelatable mm-hmm. I, you mentioned it that you feel more comfortable making tiktoks because like you can just show like you know your bare face and it makes the tiktok like better or funnier right yeah i mean and I, other people do it too yeah i don't really wear a lot of the time i don't wear makeup on my tiktoks but i feel really pressured when i make an instagram post that exactly. i need to like i've told you about this like whenever i'm posting on instagram i really i'm thinking about it i'm curating it mm-hmm. i'm like like you said i'm like you know you're calculated about it right i notice people who like i know in real life mm-hmm. and like was friends with in real life started talking it, it it felt like suddenly i was like my friends or people that i know in real life are talking to me 
like I'm a, a fan or a follower. What? You know what I mean? Like they would get on Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Ins- yeah, okay. yeah. They would get on their stories. Hey guys, like blah blah blah. I'm like, what? Like <laughs> I know guys? you. I know you, right? You know what I mean? And I found myself doing that too. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? Like this isn't how I talk. Yeah. I have like 200 followers. And I, you know, like and these are people that I know. <laughs> You know what I mean? So I'm like, what do you mean? Like, hey, guys, I just wanted to tell you about this. Like, what the hell? Like, so people talk to their own friends, like in a very, on Instagram, Mm -hmm. in a very curated way. And I Mm -hmm. notice, I don't know if I should go on this tangent. (laughs) You can edit this out. I don't care. But basically, like, for example, like being a therapist and now seeing people who are not therapists use therapy speak. And oh like my therapy god talk yes as if they know and i'm like what the flying what oh like, my god we're not even gonna talk about how many times people j- just use the words gaslighting narcissist and abusive like they're they're just oh my god my favorite handing out cards to people my favorite <laughs> at new a fair. phrase my favorite <laughs> new phrase is yeah, we just all need to hold space like, shut up no one talks like that i don't even talk like that to my clients shut up anyways that's, so the yeah point, so the point is instagram feels very performative i think that's the, the thing mm-hmm. and tiktok is like blah like i just woke up and this happened like you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's totally different so i do think um the rise of tiktok yeah you're right has an effect do you generally believe that people are gaining awareness about body positivity or uh negative body image perceptions through the kardashians and they're like hey we don't want this perception anymore and we want to move towards a more inclusive and accepting everybody or is it just because they're just annoying i don't know (laughs) okay so do you want a peppy answer or doom and gloom cynical nico answer i want whatever you feel like but i also don't want you to rail us off into something completely. no 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 i'm not i would <laughs> i wouldn't rail us off completely um i don't think i don't think we are moving towards body positivity mm-hmm. let me just start off with that because one issues have come up with uh at least on let me let me rephrase this internet posit- uh, body positivity okay uh when adele lost all that weight people had a meltdown so I don't think we're moving towards that. But that was that was three years ago. Yeah, I'm talking about now. I I I'm like I said, this is doom and gloom, cynical Nico, who has seen multiple cycles of pop culture and internet culture. I don't think we're moving more towards that. I think people crave authenticity. Mm-hmm. People are craving like you know realness and authenticity. The pendulum has gone from projecting and performing. To, I want realness right now. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think that the card, like the Kardashians, either need to pivot and start becoming relatable again, or like the jig is up, and we we are all annoyed by them because it's very obvious how much they are performing. It's really interesting that you say that because even with regular influencers that are not a stature of Kardashians, just beauty influencers, makeup influencers, I don't know if you know this, but there was this there's this really popular famous. Um, makeup influencer on tiktok that recently got uh, a lot of fire because she was basically she was reviewing this um mascara 
And she was like, oh my God, guys, this, this, this mascara has changed my life. Her name was Michaela, for those who don't know. And she puts it on and there's a jump cut. And then she has like eight more lashes. <laughs> so she obviously put like fake lashes on her lashes. And people were pointing out, hey, dude, we're not stupid. You obviously put on fake lashes. And it's not like a small creator. She has millions of followers. Yeah. And it, the internet blew up, and it it was kind of like people all attacking influencers for being fake, and especially her for promoting something that is obviously not real, just for money. And I think we are, if anything, we are really shifting towards, like you said, wanting honesty and realness from people. Mm-hmm. The only makeup influencer I know is Bretman Rock, and. <laughs> I love Redmond. <laughs> They're amazing. He's amazing. Um, and he's moved away. He said he doesn't want to do beauty oh my influencing stuff anymore. Yeah, because he was like, well, well, they ruined, they ruined <laughs> beauty. They, they ruined makeup. It used to be fun. And now it's not. He's hilarious. And I he's love authentic. It. He yeah. is authentic. His, Have you seen? He's been the uh, same. If you watch a video of him as at like 12, mm-hmm. 13 years old and you watch a video of him now, he's acting the same. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Have you seen? I don't know what award he won, but he was at this award show. And they he was like, he got up there he's like you know i would get up here and say like it's such an honor to win this award because growing up i never saw people like me people always say this people say people uh, never saw people like look that looked like them on tv and that was really hard and i'm like bitch just change the channel i just watch all those filipino soap operas all, all my life so i always saw people look that looked like me so for those people that are saying that why are you watching that? Change the channel. Oh my god. He's <laughs> I thought great. that was so funny. He's great. I follow him and I think he's hilarious. He is so funny. Oh my god. Anyways, but yeah, I do think people are craving authenticity mm-hmm. and I, I don't think the Kardashians like know how to be really authentic anymore. Mm-hmm. And also if they were to be authentic, I think um I think they worry that they would alienate a lot of people, but I don't think that's true. I also think um, the Kardashians individually, all of them had some sort of scandal that made them off-putting to people. Like obviously with Kendall, the Bad Bunny thing, and her being, you know, just ignorant for the past years, and then this crying, cultural and then yeah. obviously bullying Selena Gomez. And isn't that funny? All of our, I think all of our episodes tie together because Hollywood is a small village at this point, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, like uh, Kylie had that whole Astro World conflict. Yeah. Um, Kim and Kanye has been on topic for a while, for a long time, and people have you know tore her down or built her up or whatever. People have opinions about that whole situation. And then also the Marilyn Monroe dress mm-hmm. and Chloe. I feel bad for Chloe because poor Chloe with the whole Tristan thing. I think yeah. people have turned their backs on her because she keeps going back to the same person. And I personally. Don't hate her for that. I, I don't understand why she's the one to always be blamed for it when Tristan is the one doing what he's doing and mm-hmm. then he doesn't get as much as he as she does. But at the end of the day, people that I think really... I have another don't... theory about that, mm. but... What is it? No, you finish. I didn't mean to interrupt. I was going to say, I think people don't want to see on TV, especially people who give in. They want to see heroes, you know? They want to see a woman that stands up for themselves and they don't really want to see somebody who take somebody that have wronged them have you do you know who uh carl young is yes young um why are we talking about carl young (laughs) because i have a theory okay (laughs) he has this thing called the concept of a shadow yeah okay and that's when 
Have you ever like immediately disliked someone mm-hmm. that you just met and you couldn't put your finger on why and you just really, really, really dislike them? Mm, maybe, yeah, when I was a teenager, probably. Well, it still happens to me now at 32. <laughs> so, okay, good for you. Yeah. Um, but anyways, when that happens, it's because um, the person that we're, we intensely dislike who hasn't done us any wrong is very forthcoming or openly shows these characteristics that we have but we hate about ourselves Mm. that's why he calls it concept of a shadow uh i think chloe is is that for a lot of people Mm. because you know no one wants like you said to see someone who gives in but the truth is i know a lot of people in real life who stick with really crappy partners yeah and chloe is not that different from them Mm -hmm. going back to the same crappy partner yeah. over and over again and i think that pisses people off because it's a quality they have that they don't want to see in themselves i guess we're kind of agreeing because i what i just said is like people want to see heroes right people want to see something something someone do something brave that they wouldn't do themselves yeah but i added psychology to it oh, so. oh thank you so much for backing up research i think you really have a master so you should know what you're talking about compared yeah. to me thank yeah. you so much you're welcome i think the point is to me they're all flopping <laughs> i wasn't gonna put it that way but yeah <laughs> chris jenner you need to work harder i know you've been working hard your whole life and you would love to retire but girl <laughs> your kids are not doing it for you so it's time to turn your it. attention to your grandkids <laughs> oh my god i'm just saying like i for once i'm just like to me i hope that we're moving towards at least body neutrality where we're like, hey, this time when we go back to that whole heroin chic Y2K people like push back on it. And people are like, we're not going to do this bullshit again. We're not going to starve ourselves and eat uh, zucchini noodles <laughs> for breakfast and then not eat all day because we want to look like a Kardashian or whatever. Because that's what, be- that's what people did back then. Oh, eat an apple, whatever. I don't want us to go to go back to that time period and i do see a little bit of pushback since like since the kardashian trying to bring it up there's a little bit of pushback that hey we don't want to go back and i hope that continues and i hope we don't give in and you know let this happen again because that fuck that shit was fucked up and i and i'll give a lot of people a lot of problems yeah it and i remember being a part of that era and Mm -hmm. like it it was pretty bad it was really horrible and i think some of us are still living with like the residue of that oh yeah why do you think we feel we have felt the need in the past at least or we still feel the need to have influencers in our life guide us or even be in our daily life as a part of what we want to do or what what we want to buy like why do we even need them we there's commercials we can just watch a commercial why do we need influencers because we have mommy and daddy issues that's why oh my god (laughs) Is that your answer? <laughs> it's my final answer. No, no. Uh. <laughs> oh my god, I was not expecting. <laughs> no, I think I'm um, a part of it is because they started out. Influencers started out as being relatable. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I became a new mom, and there wasn't much on the internet, so I reviewed all these things, and I'm telling you my honest opinion. Right? They mm-hmm. felt like friends. Felt like people who were in who had similar interests, who were in similar like life phases and um, and we wanted to trust them. And I, I think money corrupts and I think we're constantly looking for, you know, 
a wise like maternal or paternal figure that's why characters like Gandalf and Dumbledore and Professor McGonagall are like really popular <laughs> like you know what I mean no I don't we just have mommy and daddy issues okay <laughs> okay we need to end it right now okay <laughs> take us off please if you have mommy or daddy issues please go <laughs> to my therapist's website it's my specialty <laughs> no talk about our Instagram and oh, our Gmail right. Um, you can also email us about your mommy and daddy issues at <laughs> amateurpopcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Or you can send us your mommy and daddy issue comments to our Instagram <laughs> at amateur underscore popcast.